Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Dirt Radio. Organic. Friends of the Earth. Activism. Underground. Political action. Necessary. Wind farms. Indigenous struggles. Land rights. Anti-nuclear. Nanotechnology. Climate change. Coal barons. Mining magnates. Activists. Educating. Communities. Transforming. Communities. Mobilising a sustainable planet. Get involved now. Friends of the Earth. Friends of the Earth. Friends of the Earth. Dirt Radio. Dirt Radio. That's us. Good morning. This week on Dirt Radio, first up, we're heading into the dwindling forest ecosystems of the state of in the state of Victoria. Then we move on up to Canberra to take a look at the proposed legislation that could mean the dwindling resources and funding for environmental groups like Friends of the Earth and potentially the entire charity and non-profitable sector. Hello, I'm John Langer. Now, look, I. We were going to be having an interview with Ed Hill. He is uh, the forest campaigner for Friends of the Earth. Incredibly busy, he said. I just spoke to him on the phone. We're going to put a track on, and we're going to get right back with Ed Hill right as soon as we can. This is a public service announcement with We're Dirt Radio, and uh, look, the best laid plans, as they say. And it uh, turns out that our guests are uh, otherwise engaged. And uh, Ed Hill, who's the forest campaigner for Friends of the Earth, just chatting to him on the phone, it turns out, and uh, I'll give you a bit of background on this, it, uh, the um, regional forest agreements were about to come due, that is, they were expiring today, at least two of them in Victoria. And basically, these are agreements that essentially allow logging in old-growth forests and all kinds of forests and without any environmental protections. And Ed Hill and uh, his colleagues have been campaigning very, very hard to get these forests protected and uh, it turns out, and this is he just spoke to me on the phone, it turns out the government has just released uh, a new statement about protecting, I gather what he said was very large tracts of forest which hadn't been protected before from logging and sawmilling. And he's in the process, he just spoke to me on the telephone, he's, he's in the process of writing a press release. He said a media release, and he said he's incredibly basically involved in this, and he hasn't really got the time, understandably, to come onto Dirt Radio this morning. And he's offered his tremendous apologies, and uh, of course we accept these apologies. You can't say that Dirt Radio isn't on top of things and is taking the pulse of various forms of environmental uh, activism. And so, Ed. 
is the forest campaigner for Friends of the Earth, and uh, we were going to chat a little bit about the background to the regional forest agreements and discuss what the government policy was and is supposed to be uh, coming up. And as I said, the um, I think there's something like five regional forest agreements in Victoria. Two of them were expiring today, and uh, Ed Hill and many other people have been campaigning very hard for a long, long time to protect these forests. Some of them are in, in the Central Highlands. Some of them are in Far East Gippsland and everywhere in between, and basically old-growth forests that... Uh, well, I guess if you've been there to these places, you'll realize how very precious they are. And in fact, if you look at maps and uh, maps over over long periods of time, you realize that the deforestation that's been occurring in Victoria, in fact, all across Australia, has been absolutely enormous. And uh, forests, of course, are hugely, hugely important in relation to ecosystems, um, pre- preservation of uh, endangered species, and of course, climate change as well. All of that is rolled together in the campaign to protect the forests in Victoria. And as Ed Hills just told me on the telephone, it seems the government has just made a very late, late announcement about protecting some regions, some areas that were not protected. Now, just to just to fill you in, there is going to be an action at on Parliament at Parliament's on on the Parliament steps this afternoon, where Ed Hill and some of the campaigners, and he hopes uh, lots of people join him in um, in this action. It's a snap action on the steps of Parliament this afternoon at five thirty, and if you want details. You can go to the website. It's the website is Gecko, and uh, Gecko is the uh, organization um, running this campaign along with Friends of the Earth. There's a Facebook page, and I'll just give you the details. It's facebook.com backslash Gecko, all capitals G E C O at um, Gecko East, sorry, I'll repeat that. I'm getting it a bit muddled. Facebook.com backslash Gecko, G-E-C-O, capitals, East Gippsland. And you should be able to find that stuff. And also Gecko's got a website as well, and the details will be there as well. So we wish all the forest campaigners uh, the, that the action, the snap action goes well, and also that the government um, has been obviously considering this and changing its mind. And the other thing that's interesting about this is um, there was an interesting development in New South Wales uh, last week, and the New South Wales Labor government announced that they weren't going to sign on to the regional forest agreements in that state unless there was a full assessment of the science underpinning decades-old agreements um, and... uh, Basically, they were saying they needed to have some kind of assessment, scientifically based assessment, about what was going to be happening to the forests in New South Wales. That was very encouraging, and I think maybe, look, this is a bit of speculation on my part, but a bit of uh, encouragement there to the Labour government in Victoria And uh, maybe that's one of the reasons why they've made this very late announcement. 
So you can check them out. Check out the uh, Snap Action Parliament Steps this afternoon, 5.30, facebook.com backslash gecko East Gippsland. You can find the details there and get down there if you can. All the best, Ed Hill and uh, the campaign. I thought, well, look, we, we've got another guest coming in, and uh, let's hear this. Are you doing the right thing? Marxism 18 is Australia's biggest radical left-wing conference, happening March 29th to April 1st in Melbourne. The conference will feature founding editor of Jacobin magazine, Bhaskar Sunkara, Australian writer Helen Razor, Palestinian activist Huwaida Araf, and films celebrating 50 years since the struggles of 1968. Join radicals and activists for political discussion in over 100 sessions across four days. Tickets start at $25 and are available at marxismconference.org. Red Flag Press is a 3CR supporter. Now let's move from the forests of Victoria to, if you'll pardon the clunky metaphor, the dark undergrowth of politics in Canberra. In December last year, the coalition government introduced into the federal parliament a package of legislation. The stated intention of these proposed bills was to stop foreign interference in the Australian electoral process in and in national security. But it didn't take very long for the charity sector, community organizations, other not-for-profits to recognize that this package of bills actually poses disturbing and far-reaching changes, extending way beyond public the publicly stated purpose. Cam Walker is campaign coordinator for Friends of the Earth here in Melbourne, and he's in the studio with Dirt Radio, puffing because he's run all the way from Nicholson Street, having caught the train, and he's going to provide us with a bit of an overview. Welcome, Cam. Thank you, John. And look, I just want to start with charities, this question, which charities... Charity organizations as disparate as the Australian Conservation Foundation and the St. Paul's, St. Vincent de Paul Society have been sounding the warning on this package of bills. Briefly, can you give us a little bit of an overview? Why is this legislation so worrying and even dangerous? Sure. Um, I might back up a little bit and talk about the genesis of this. So, People who pay attention on the progressive side of politics will be very familiar with the Institute of Public Affairs, which is a right-wing think tank, which is disproportionately powerful in terms of federal politics. Probably going back to the 90s, they talked about following the money trail of green groups. So they're looking at ways to rein in the activity and the advocacy of of, uh, charities like Friends of the Earth and environmental groups in general. And at first they argued that we should lose our government funding, and many of us did um, in in subsequent years. In recent years, they've been going after the fact that we have tax-deductible status, which allows, uh, as 3CR does, which allows us to give tax-deductible receipts to people who support our work. So there's been many, many attempts to get rid of the tax status, and and, uh, the campaign really ramped up in 2015 when there was a... House of Representatives inquiry into the tax arrangements of green groups and this had people like George Christensen and Matthew Canavan involved and I'm sure 3CR listeners are very familiar with their right-wing politics and anti-environment politics. Um, 
And it kind of came to a halt. It kind of wasn't that they, they couldn't get agreement uh, amongst the committee because there was ALP um, as well as uh, coalition members on there. And they issued a minority report, but it kind of never went anywhere. So this is, if you like, the final stage in this campaign. And the reason it's the final stage is because there's a federal election coming fairly soon. So they need to bed down this legislation before we move into election cycle because otherwise it will be rightly seen for what it is, which is a political attack on charities. Mm. So that's the introduction. And the current uh, thing we have has kind of grown out of the recent narrative, for instance, around Chinese funding mm. for political figures in Australia. Ostensibly, it's around increasing uh, the ability of Australia to limit external forces in driving how our politics works. So in that sense, it's very good, but in, in a very crafty fashion, they're put together an attack on charities, and charities in the broadest possible sense, uh, with this attempt to limit foreign influences. So that's the genesis of where this has come from. Mm. It seems to be in part, at least in my reading of it, is there is a very sort of, a kind of nebulous way of defining uh, what they mean by campaigning, and particularly political campaigning. Absolutely. And the really worrying thing about this is groups like Friends of the Earth, we're fierce in our independence. We're not part of a political party and we're not set up as some foundations are and as some think tanks are to benefit political parties. And that's true across the board amongst the environment movement. But what they're trying to do under this legislation, and the really key one we're worried about is a thing called the Electoral Legislation Amendment Funding and Disclosure Bill, and people are talking about it as the the Foreign Donations Bill. It will basically treat us as a non-aligned, non-partisan entity the same as it would if we were a political support for a political party. So it will put really onerous constraints on our reporting. We uh, you know, have a federal government that likes to says say it wants to cut red tape, and yet this will be a massive level of, of red tape. There will be a huge amount of criminalisation of office bearers if they're not able to keep up with this onerous reporting. It will really tie down what we do, and it will limit our advocacy. Basically, me talking to you now on the radio would be captured under this legislation mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I'm expressing a public opinion in any form. And normally under the Electoral Act, political statements, as I'm making now, mm. would be captured uh, under the Electoral Act only when an election has been uh, announced. Mm. So in that short period every four years, whereas the intention of this Act is to capture it the entire time. So any commentary that we might make, anything we might do on social media or on our website, any reports we might do, any lobbying of politicians, any community organising would be considered political activity. And if the cost of doing that is greater than $50,000 per year, we would be listed as a political entity. Now, a lot of our work would be, well, almost all of our work mm, would be captured mm, straight away, totally. as would be true with all the other groups, which pushes us into this new category. Right. And uh, basically, uh, I noticed some legal advice that came in recently. The quote was, this poses an existential threat to advocacy as we know it in Australia at present. So, If they are successful in getting it through, it's going to have a chilling effect and it will also kill off our funding. So the fine print detail in here is that you, um, if you give more than about $5 a week, say to a group like Friends of the Earth, when you hit the threshold of $250, you need, you will need to provide us with a statutory declaration to prove that you are an appropriate donor 
which is, i.e., a resident of Australia. And us as a green group, if you're giving us the five bucks a week, need to track it in real time. So when we get to $249 or 251 mm-hmm. we'll have to then approach you for the stat deck. Now, how is that going to work? So you yes, then have to yes. go to a police station or a justice yes. of the peace, get this signed. Like, you know, it is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and the time to actually manage that will be mm. obscene. You know, it will just it will mean that the, Absolutely. the tail of the dog, the tail is the admin that allows the dog to campaign. Mm, 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 the mm. tail will become enormous. The dog will shrink. We won't be able to do advocacy. Mm. We'll be spending all our money accounting for this. And you as a donor who just wants to support a community organisation needs to go to the police station. Like, mm. it is. Mm. patently ludicrous it's going to be unworkable but it will tie us up and there are very well there will be very strong uh you know punishment criminal punishment if you if you don't you know follow through Mm. with that Mm -hmm. so it is an existential threat um on the good side the greens obviously have opposed it the alp initially were in a difficult place because they said well we want to limit external forces on our politics, Mm-mm. which we certainly agree with, but they've realised this legislation in its current form is very, very dangerous. And even a growing number of the crossbench are realising that actually this is going too far. And it's interesting that even the Institute of Public Affairs has come out and opposed it. So yes. you've got you know Fred Hollow's Foundation and yes. World Vision through yes. to the IPA and even some business groups saying right. this is a bad idea. So... Yep. Hopefully we will win this, but um, this week is really important because that bill and the two other bills have been sent off to Senate committees. So the committee this one has gone to is the Joint Standing Committee on Electoral Matters, JASCHEM. It will report back this week and we're expecting it to be kind of unapologetically bolshy in, you know, attacking civil society. Um, It is dominated by the coalition. Uh, So we'd expect that to be another impetus for the government to bring the legislation back up. They've been Mm, defeated mm. once. And their stated intention is still to have it up and running by mid-year. The way you're describing it, and I'm thinking of ordinary people just like myself donating, I mean, not even necessarily even to Friends of the Mm. Earth, to... To Fred Hollows, you know, whatever to cancer council are going to be having to track their donations, yes, submitting statutory declarations and so on. Absolutely. And the thing about this is it has created an unprecedented mobilization of charities. There's a a grouping called Hands Off Our Charities, and you know, it. Anyone that does advocacy, they can be moderate, conservative, you know, everyone will be impacted by this. So it's like the federal government did ideological overreach. They thought they'd rein in the greenies in their thinking and basically they've alienated everyone else. So they're backing, you know, the wrong horse here. But as we all know, one thing about this, the federal government is they are very ideological. So they find it hard to step away from deeply held ideological yes. positions. The other thing uh, you've just hinted at it is to do with donations that are coming from residents, pe- from people who are not resident in Australia. And I'm thinking specifically in, in environment terms of something like Saving the Barrier Reef. And there's a number of groups that are global groups that may be donating to that sort of thing. And that that's going to increase be included in this package as well. Oh, absolutely. And we're, Friends of the Earth is active in more than 70 countries yes. and we fundraise internationally. So we do get funding into Australia that has come from somewhere else. We obviously control it. We decide where it's going to be placed, that sort of thing. So it's well within the guidelines. But that is standard practice. We live in a globalised society. If you're going to work on global issues like climate change mm, and mm. trade and corporate mm. power, you have to collaborate globally. And that includes sharing our campaigning, which requires some money being put here 
year and some money perhaps Absolutely. being put in Africa. So it's it's intended to capture that form of global campaigning and some, somehow try and stigmatise it as being inappropriate intervention in the political processes of Australia. I, I've actually read something that suggests that those kinds of campaigns could even be defined as connected to being spying and 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 being external foreign subversives absolutely so there's the other two national security bills which we haven't even had time to talk about Mm. which which have some really worrying concerns as well they're a little bit slower kind of in 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 the trainer process but certainly uh, it is an attempt to rein in the ability of international ngos to work in australia the uh, there a couple of things I wanted to ask about was one what would what ideally what would you like to happen at this point because there, there is an open letter and yep. there has been some things suggested there. There's ongoing lobbying of all the parties, uh, and that's going through into the, uh, the prime minister's office. So there's some very high level lobbying that's going on to say, look, this you don't want to pick this fight. You know, millions and millions of Australians support charities with uh, out of their pocket. Mm-hmm. This is a fight you really can't win. I think the government is getting that message, but we do need to keep it going. If you do a web search for hands off our charities, you will find a sign on letter that you can join. Up until tomorrow, if you're part of any organisation, it would be great if you would sign on. And I know that, for instance, 3CR has signed on as an Mm organisation, which is great. But if you're in a local group, doesn't matter what it is, please think about signing on. Keep an eye on that website and keep an eye on the Friends of Earth Australia um, website, because this week, Jazzchem will report and will know what direction this is going Mm -hmm. hopefully they'll say look this is all too hard we need to start again it's quite likely however that they will say oh we'll tweak it a little bit and try and push it through so at that point we might need a really major push on lobbying of the independents and the smaller parties in the upper house in the federal parliament and there is something going on in canberra there is. So there's um, a kind of meet and greet with politicians tomorrow with a whole range of groups. I think they're having a democracy sausage sizzle uh, in that classic <laughs> kind of you know, <laughs> nod to how many charities raise their money. Um, but there's ongoing lobbying around that. So there'll be quite large delegations wandering the halls tomorrow. We will be following with absolute at, at uh, unbated attention, I'll tell you that, and I'm sure all of us at 3CR and everywhere around, as you've just said, there's huge numbers of people involved in this. I want to thank you so much for coming in today, Cam. Thanks, John. And speaking there with Cam Walker, he's the campaign coordinator for Friends of the Earth, and Friends of the Earth is just one of dozens and dozens of charities, community organizations, and groups, as you heard, in the nonprofit sector who have signed on to this open letter. Watch this space because it isn't finished yet. That's it for Dirt Radio for this week, and we're back next Tuesday at 9.30. We're affiliated with Friends of the Earth, and you can go to their website, fo.org.au.